about in this blog um, today are also handing out kits so that you can assemble the food at home and so it's you know nice and fresh uh, just as if you're sitting in a restaurant itself. Um, in this one, this episode, we talk about fried chicken. <laughs> we talk about, uh, we're going to talk about some restaurants that you may have known about. We're also going to talk about restaurants that you probably are hearing about for the first time and that's the great thing about a food blog. You know, if you're a lover of food and loving to find great things to eat, um, a lot of times blogs can help us to be exposed to restaurants that we did not know about or expose us to menu items at restaurants that we probably wanted to go to but haven't been yet. And Danny's blog is really going to do a good job of doing that for you. I myself have been following his blog for probably a little over two years. Um, He covers the DMV, so he's covering restaurants in Maryland, D.C., and Virginia. So it's uh, if you happen to live in a DMV area or if you're if you're listening to this podcast and you do not live in near Washington, D.C., but you ever plan to come on, come and visit once we're all able to come out of our houses again, then, yeah, look at this blog. Keep it in mind. I know myself well, when I'm thinking about traveling places, I, I like seeing um, local food selections, local restaurants. And I think Danny's going to do a really good job of that, you know, showing the personality of the D.C. area and the great foods that we have around here. Uh, Danny's blog itself has also introduced me to some places and has caused me to go out and try some uh, new food. So I really appreciate that. Hopefully you guys, um, if you follow his blog, are able to uh, take that value, that same value away um, from his post. And I also hope that you enjoy this episode and the things that we were talking about. So uh, without further ado, uh, this is episode nine again, Sean IRL. Uh, please enjoy. Finance, yes, the company is like born financial stuff, but uh, it is a book uh, that he wrote called Principles. And so it's principles for 
Uh, I'm gonna put these back on. We'll actually get into it. But okay. just principles, principles for life, and uh, and some of this pre conversations also going to uh-huh. be a part of this yeah. as well. Okay? You're good. Um, but uh, but yeah, he wrote a, he wrote a book called Principles for Life as well as Principles for Work. Uh-huh. And um, in that, uh, the way he ran his company it was super transparent, right? Like he did it to the point where he made up business cards for each of the employees. You know, that had their stats. With it, you know, almost like a baseball card. Or I grew up reading comic books. So like the stats, like it's got EQ and. That's right. IQ and all that? That's right. Like EQ, IQ, but really focus on things like if there's certain tasks in a company. Right. This like this guy is great at marketing, this guy is bad at it, this uh-huh. guy is good at finances, this guy is bad at uh-huh. it, and it was right there. And of course a lot of people had a problem with it. Right. But it just really helped the company like run like, So how does he he finds that he makes them take a personality test? He does make them take a personality test, yes. Yeah, I fact, think that's I so important. That's like one of the biggest things. Yeah, you, you agree with that? Even if, like, I, I I have people under my team, too. Okay. Like, that's the first thing I look at. Like, okay. I don't care about how smart you are or whatever. I don't even look at what degree they have or whatever uh, experience they have. It's just about, like, like your attitude, honesty, mm-hmm. and also just, like, your personality. Like, my biggest thing is if you're honest yeah, and you're willing to work hard and you're passionate about this industry, then, you know, you'll be willing like to that. do whatever. Yeah, no, I like that. I think... I don't. I don't have anything bad against a personality test. Um, I think I just know like I, I did work for a company that leaned on it. Really? But yeah, but I don't think they used it correctly. Right. Well, how do you? How do you use it how correctly? Do you, how do you not use it correctly? How do you? Um, I think so. Um, with a lot of companies, you know, what is very true is that the way a company is is uh, the company a lot of times matches the personality CEO it has to right, right? It, it flows from the top down and I think that the way this company used it it was almost like the CEO had his own personality and it was as if he was looking for other that like same. yeah twins you know really? he was looking for other people that um, sounded like him looked like him worked like him but if you're Man, if you're trying to build something, you know, fantastic, right? And if you need someone to kind of see things in a different way that you can't see, if you're hiring that way or if that's mm-hmm. what you desire, then you're going to be short-sighted. Yeah. You know? yeah. I think that's that's one of the biggest things I realized. I did the same thing. Like, okay. I ran my company for like four years now. Mm-hmm. And I always looked for like people who would be willing to work as hard or whatever. Yeah. But I'm starting to realize like even if you're lazy, like they'll find ways to do it quicker and maybe better. Yeah whatever job tasks they get. So, I mean, I'm, I definitely agree with that. For That's sure. cool. How yeah. long did it take you to learn that? Very recently. Very recently. <laughs> the guy you just saw, yeah. he's the ladies, laziest person I ever met. <laughs> but, I mean, he's finding ways to do things quicker for us, so it's, it's helping a lot, a lot. Okay. Laziness, laziness is, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's good, man, um, in, in a way. I, I think it's good in a way, and the reason why I say that is because, um, I, I think of myself as a lazy guy, right? It's, it's, it's interesting, right? For instance, um, it's not like I went to bed early last night, right? I was up until about four this morning, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? But um, Same. Yeah. <laughs> not even kidding. <laughs> Me too. Right. At 4 a.m. I woke up at 9 and I went to the gym. Now I'm here. Yeah, but it's... it's so there's certain things that people will probably look at you. I, I don't know. We just met today, okay, right? So I've been, I've been following your blog for... I don't know how long I've been looking at your blog. I've actually probably been looking at your blog for maybe two years, I think. Okay. I That's think cool. so. Yeah, I'm not sure. Um, but, you know, this is the first time we get to meet. But what I'm saying is maybe there's certain tendencies that you might have. I don't know about your parents, mom, dad. Maybe they look at you, maybe they say, man, Danny could be better in this area. But 
it's easy to look at someone and say, man, that guy's lazy. He's not doing it in a way I want him to do it. Okay. But if you give people the freedom to find another way, right, right that you maybe even that would not do well with your own personality, but works yeah. wonders with theirs, uh-huh. you know, it doesn't have to be um, synchronous. It could be the team. I think it's better if a team is asynchronous, actually. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. All right. Cool. I agree. Awesome. I mean, I'm still young in the business field, so I'm mm-hmm. still learning, but yeah, I, I'm definitely seeing that for sure. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome, man. I like that. So this, this is uh, sounding like a uh, business podcast a little bit, but it's cool. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's cool, man. I, I like that, man. Um, so you've been doing it for four years. I, I mean, it actually goes into like some of the questions I have for you here, man. Um, but you've been doing this for four years full time. It, it, and when you say this, you're talking about Eat the Capital? Eat the Capital. Okay. Yeah. okay. Um, four years between starting it. Not, yeah. not, not especially, not like monetizing it okay. until maybe two years ago. Okay. So four years, um, just kind of developing kind of like how I want to run the page mm-hmm. and four years of honestly just going out shooting for restaurants for free, like giving them content for free photos and videos. Um, you know, there's a lot of different bloggers out there who kind of do the same thing, but you know, I try to make my photos and videos um, kind of suit our audience. Mm-hmm. You know, we have like 75% females and everybody's between 24 to 35 years old. Mm-hmm. So they want it like seen a certain way. So I was trying to like perfect that a little bit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, four years doing that, two years of actually like running a business out of it. Mm-hmm. And business by, by business, I mean like content creation for okay. brands. And not just content creation, but also social media strategizing, like strategy, mm-hmm. like consulting. Okay. Yeah. So now I run like a consultancy. Awesome. Not an agency, just okay. a consultancy. Okay. So I, I help like um, 20 brands right now. All right. Why Why the importance to make that distinction, consultancy versus agency? Well, I think agency is like, you're kind of, if, well, if you work with an agency, you're kind of work, put into like a cookie cutter formula mm-hmm. right i talked to a lot of restaurant owners <clears throat> our current clients right now leave agencies because they don't get the attention they need okay like restaurant industry is so like fast-paced yeah like if you talk to any chef or anybody in the industry you know things change every day new things get thrown at you every day mm-hmm. but it's like there's some reward to it yeah right um so our biggest thing is like making sure our clients are taken care of okay um and also like you know, there's changes in the social media space. Like the algorithm changes every day. Mm-hmm. So like our job is to like push that light forward for them. And they know that we're working with our page already. Like we're already in the trenches, you know, doing everything we can to keep sure. our page alive and growing. Yeah. So they can trust us that we do the same. Yeah. I think it makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So. Are we talking to a business here because I have a suit and tie on? <laughs> and I came in a hoodie and, and, uh, and then uh, sneakers. Yeah. So, all right. So, I, I like to also kind of paint a picture sometimes for the audience. Um, you know, be straight up. Uh, where you know we can relax, man. You know, like I like this podcast to be relaxed. Mm-hmm. Um, I am in a suit and tie. This is my lunch hour. Uh, we are sitting in Rockville Library right now. You know, yeah. uh, I don't know. Like this, I pop- come into work sometimes. Not gonna lie, <laughs> it's nice. It's quiet. Yeah, so. yeah. Oh man, yes, yeah, it's, it's, it's cool. It's actually I've been out here before. Um, I believe 
and and so I just reminded myself of this today, but it was by accident because I was like, I'm going through your blog. Um, there's a the, the matcha store that's here in Kyoto Matcha. Killer Kyoto Matcha right here. Kyoto Matcha, yeah, yeah, it's right across. You I know, think that's funny thing. That's a client of mine. Oh, it is. Yeah. Okay, all right, that's cool. So, um, if they're um, hopefully, like you know, do do me a favor and tell them to listen to this because then I want to let them know that your blog worked because that's the only reason why I went there. For real? Yeah. What do you is. think? Um, I thought it was good, man. Yeah, I thought so. I tried the cake tasted Matcha lighter. Cake? Yeah, yeah. That's exactly what I went yeah. for because I think you had like, like twenty three different layers. Of, yes, I saw that that pancake you saw, saw in the video. That. Yes, I saw the video. That's what brought me in there because um, I I saw the way that cake was built. I mean, it's one thing if you saw it just put together. Um, maybe it's impressive. Maybe your mind might, you know, guess at how this went together. I mean, come on, mm-hmm. like, you know, some people like to cook. I like to cook, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but seeing the process and seeing the care, right. you know, it's like, man, I got to come in and get that. Yeah, I want to know good. one thing, though. If you're watching something, like, do you yeah. feel like... So my biggest thing is I know cooking videos work on yeah. Instagram, but yeah. I want to know from your point of view because okay. I'm, not, I'm not on your point of view. Like, mm-hmm. I'm making the content. I want to know people who watch the content. Like, for you what makes you want to watch it because i talk to a lot of people and some say they want to learn or it's just like just just the makes you the fact the matter it. is you just you just like to watch stuff being made in the kitchen so i want to know your your personal point of view i'm not i'm not i don't i, th- I think learning is probably maybe 20 to 30 percent of it for me right because uh-huh. it's not it's not about learning because i don't really plan on building that cake yeah, yeah. you know but i think that I know that when you're looking at something and you get exposed to that, it's going to give you like more of an idea later on. Like if, you're, if I'm actually working on something, trying to cook something, um, then I now I know that technique. I wouldn't have thought about that layer and technique because I'm not like a big pastry yeah. guy, you know, but, but, but you now see I have it. that. Yeah, now I see it. Um, for me, why? But, you, but your question is, why would I watch a video? I think online videos work. I like photography. I'm actually getting more into um, videography because of that. Yeah, like, like yeah, yeah. yeah, videos just work. And when I see, when I see a photo, I think in this generation, especially of Instagram, I think I don't, I'm not going to blame Instagram, but I think I had a big part in this. Is that you know we're so used to seeing beautiful images that we um, we scroll. And and I'm a photographer. It's taken for granted now. It's definitely it's the, taken the, for granted. You see competition. Like, yeah. I mean, it's not just competition, but it's just like. It's a comparison culture. So, like, once we see somebody do something really cool, we right. go out and try to make something better. That's right. And then now, like, that that makes everybody good. It does. But at the same time, now we're kind of, com- what do you say that? Com- commoditizing? Commoditizing, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just, like, normal now. It is. It is. You kind of hurt, uh, you hurt, you hurt what used to be normal, yeah. you know? And so now, so what make? so I'm going to answer your question. What makes me watch a video? I stop and watch a video because deep in the back of my mind, as I think about this, um, and because I am coming, if I maybe was a pure video guy, I wouldn't think this way, but because I am coming from the photography side, mm. when I see video, I think more effort was put into this. From me. Yeah, from you. Like, from what's you, the from you, plan the behind it? Exactly. That's the thing. People don't see that. <laughs> and for me, too, yeah. it's surprising how long it takes me to edit videos. Okay. And, like, people say, like, oh, it's just so easy to chop it up a little bit. Yeah. But you got to understand the timing of it. Like, people watch, but you need to retain them That's throughout right. the video. How are you going to do that? Like, at what points are you going to cut? What points are interesting? What points are going to bore you? That's right. That's, like, the hardest part. I can see, like, yeah. that's, like almost 90% of video 
Okay. And then 10% obviously like angles and all that, but a lot of it's just like premeditated and how you got to film it. Okay. So this actually leads into a question I was going to ask later on because um, I'm going to be, you know, so we were talking about like pure honesty before. So here's another shot of honesty. Um, I know you have, I know you have Eat the Capital website. Uh-huh. Um, and then I, I know you have Instagram. I also know you have TikTok. And then, oh, you found me on TikTok? Yeah, I did. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to keep it low-key for now. I just want to see how far it goes. I get it, I get it. Keep testing. Keep, uh-huh. test, keep testing see what happens, right? Um, because video is, I mean, that's like a video platform. It's yeah. different. So. I know, that video, that, yeah. honestly, that platform is so, like, frustrating and then rewarding. Like, you'll get, somebody, I had a video that hit 2.4 million views. Okay. And it was just, like, a plate of, like, raw eel moving. Okay for like five seconds yeah and then i had like a really well-produced video that i thought out <laughs> and i thought it'd be funny and then it gets like a thousand views yeah and i'm just like yo it's so unpredictable still so how did that influence you um no i mean i, I know tiktok is kind of the wave right now mm-hmm. it's definitely going to keep going like their momentum's crazy and i look i asked like all i asked about, i talked to a lot of middle schoolers and high schoolers too mm-hmm. and asked them like hey like how many of the kids at your school have tiktok and like three months ago they said like 10 percent yeah I asked them like very recently and they're like almost everybody almost, yeah it's so, crazy how fast it's growing so i came across tiktok like two years ago and like i had what yeah. so you could have grown, <laughs> grown big. i could have but then again like i'm not a big video guy right yeah. and then i'm also when i was looking at the platform um i was um i wasn't trying to grow anything right because mm-hmm. again like i said day job uh um it guy program management you know yeah. that's that's where i was focused i wasn't you know thinking about trying to grow anything but i but i was always curious about these platforms and the growth so i was staring at it and, you know right. like just just watching it yeah, yeah and like you said same thing like back then i don't think i ran even ran across a kid that yeah. knew about it like yeah. what is that but as time uh went on then then when i got surprised because i was speaking to somebody else that's also like um, does some podcasting. Uh, uh, someone I work with, she actually um, is working on a shoe collection right now. So, you know, she cares about marketing. So when I was in a conversation with her and she, I think she mentioned TikTok. Okay. And I think she's, we're about the same age. She might be one year older than me. Uh-huh. Um, then I realized, okay, TikTok, yes, yeah, it's, it's it's there. It, it's it's made. Once you it, see it's, your peers start <laughs> getting into TikTok, you're like, oh, shoot, it's time for me to get in. That's right. Yeah. That's right, man. Oh, but there was something I wanted to ask you too. So video, right? Like you were saying, like um, there's a whole lot involved to it. Um, I and what honestly I was gonna give you was I um, purely I don't purely consume your content on Instagram, uh-huh. but I know personally for me um, I always just go to Instagram for like that for your content. Mm-hmm. Um, but I know you have a YouTube channel. Like, is what's the do you have a plans for YouTube and continuing to grow that? Or, or yeah, uh, YouTube's kind of tricky. Mm-hmm. Um, it's definitely like a whole different platform. Like, mm-hmm. if you say like you spend a hundred percent of your effort on Instagram, like if you want to do YouTube correctly, you need to spend a hundred percent as well on YouTube. So a lot okay. of my thing is like, okay, how am I going to balance time if I go from blogging to consulting to like YouTube? Yeah, right. Yeah, you could say each of those is a full time thing. That's right. Yeah. So. My biggest thing is right now is I'm trying to expand my team. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, you saw him, Eddie. And then uh, just trying to figure out, okay, what's the workflow going to be like for that? But YouTube specifically, I want to do something different. Like, right. And I mean, like, I know like vlogs is cool and all, but 
who cares about vlogs if they don't really find value out of you really right honestly um unless you're like a huge celebrity or whatever but um for someone like me like someone smaller i just want to do something that kind of provides value i'm still still trying to figure out like Mm -hmm. you know what that is so we're kind of going into like funny cooking videos where like me and my friends are cooking something or we're trying to do something more storytelling based like we're working on a video about how coronavirus is affecting chinese restaurants in the local area okay right cool like that's something that's actually pretty crazy because i know some restaurants actually almost all chinese restaurants are taking a 50 percent hit okay on their revenue because of this virus going wow. on or the fear it's not even like here yet again in america or not america it is here yet but uh-huh. it is here but in dc like you know there's no cases i, I don't think so so you're saying restaurants in dc are actually taking that hit because oh, yeah. of worldwide the, okay Okay. Wow. People in um, New York Chinatown, you know, New York Chinatown is very famous, but like, you talk to all those Chinese restaurant owners over there, mm-hmm. they're saying they can't make rent. Okay. So they're asking their landlord if they can, they can get de- delayed on a late fee. Wow. Wow. It's pretty crazy, like how it affects yeah. everything like that. That's cool. Yeah, that's that's actually eye opening, man. All right, I'm a. I'm going to say something about that, but what I'm going to do is I'm actually going to take my jacket off. Okay. Right? You good? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know I'm jumping around a lot, so you can direct yeah, cool. me. Let me know if I need to stop talking. <laughs> no, you don't, man. You don't. I, this, this is what. Okay, so for the audience, the reason why I took my jacket off because we are jumping around, and I like it. I want to maintain it, and I don't want you to feel comfortable doing that because uh-huh. I, I like uh, for this to be casual. Still got the tie on, but I don't have the suit uh, jacket on anymore. Um, yeah, I thought about that actually, man. Like, there's there's going to be that stigma, you know what I mean? That's mm-hmm. that's that's surrounding that, and I think you know people are going to be you know rightfully so like worried about like this novel virus, man. So that makes sense, man. That, mm-hmm. That's just taking a hit, man. It's it's sad to see that though. Yeah, yeah. They're Chinese in there. Yeah. But just because they're Chinese doesn't mean they have coronavirus. That's right. Right. They might bring in more Chinese people, yeah. customers. I mean, I get the fear, but I mean, it just sucks because you know I have friends who have Chinese restaurants. Mm-hmm. And it's tough to see when they're saying, like, you know, we're taking a hit. Right. But it's not even, like, nothing's wrong with how they their process and everything. Nothing's involved with China. It's just the way they prepare it and the way they make it and the chefs behind the, the kitchen. Yeah, yeah. Chinese. Unfortunately, man, you know, it's, it's, it's the media. Um, well, I don't want to blame the media. But, I mean, sometimes, you know, media can get involved and, you know, make things... Um, feel sensationalized you know and then if not to blame the media just also let's just the way crowds move man you know i mean hey i'm uh you know black guy here man i think i understand that. (laughs) (laughs) Uh it's like yeah you know stigma when stigma gets in there man you know it it affects man it affects the market you know and and that's and that's and that's terrible man i think uh for those businesses man hopefully uh, and even for the world, man, you know, I, my hope is that, you know, this dies down, you know what I mean? Because, you know, the virus itself is a scary thing. Yeah. Um, hopefully that dies down. Hopefully um, those shops that are seeing these, you know, hits can, you know, weather that storm. And um, hopefully there are people out here that, you know, maybe somebody that's listening to this, you know, puts those two things together and, you know, be like, hey, this is D.C. or this is New York or, you know, this mm-hmm. is oh, wherever you happen to be. Because I know there's like famous Chinatowns in Canada, too, you know. Yeah. So, like, you know, hopefully those regions, those areas don't um, lose those customers, you yeah. know because of that you know yeah all right so we're jumping around now i'm gonna go <clears throat> i'm gonna i'm gonna rain us in danny i'm gonna start at the top man because danny grubs is grubs your last name <laughs> <laughs> no and honestly I, I i regret changing my name to that okay i, I had a my other handle before i changed it was dc food gang okay but i wanted to kind of like get away from 
DC and make it more of a, like a platform for my work. Awesome. So I just put it under my name and then I just want to see like, okay, what's food related? And I just thought grubs. Okay. But now I realize like, it sounds kind of corny, like not gonna mm-hmm. lie, but it's, it's, uh, yeah. Danny grubs. Yeah. My, my, my full name is, uh, Danny Kim. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cream. Cool. But, but Danny grubs, man, like, is it cool? Okay. I'm going to say it borders on corny, corny. Um, maybe a lot of people that know me, I like corny anyway. And I think it's, uh-huh. it's, um, I think it, it, it sticks out, you know, it sticks out to people. Now I'll be honest. Like when I was following your blog, I knew nothing of Danny grubs. All I knew was just eat the capital because I came there. Because oh, you found it. I found, I found it capital. first. Yeah, mm-hmm. straight. You know, um, for me, because I'm always looking for good food in the area yeah, yeah. and I don't like chains. I'm yeah. always looking for one-offs. And yeah. so I was doing a search on like just food blogs, um, on Instagram mm. and that's how I ran across yours. And right. then I think the images that you had on there just grabbed me. And so I said, okay, I'm going to hang around here. And I don't know what food it was. Um, you seem to like uh, fried chicken, man. Is that true? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I get yelled at a lot. My doctor always tells me every time I visit, yo, you got to stop eating fried chicken. Yeah. One time I came to the doctor's office and I, she's like, I know you probably eating a lot of fried chicken right now. Like your blood pressure is really high, like yeah. dangerously high. Yeah. And I felt fine. But she's telling me, or she's asking me like, how many times, how many fried chickens do you eat like this month? Okay. And I look at my calendar and I look at all the shoots I go to. And I saw 20, yeah. 20, I got, I went to 20 different restaurants yeah. that served fried chicken in that month. So I was like, dang, <laughs> we got to make some changes. Okay. Yeah, this, uh, this job's maybe a little bit rewarding, but also dangerous. I get it. I <laughs> get it. You got to control man. yourself a little bit. You get, get it. Like a, do you have, um, uh, you've done like some vegan posts though, haven't you? I thought oh, yeah, I saw like, yeah. yeah. So I talk, I try to talk to my audience a lot uh-huh. about like, Hey, what do you want to see more of? And mm-hmm. sometimes I'll see them in person and I'll okay. just ask them like, Hey, like, you know, I just want to know like what you want to see okay and a lot of times when i meet people they'll say they want to see more vegetarian options some vegan options okay and as much as i like don't believe in it like veganism and all that i mean it's the way it's the way things are going and people like it so i mean i might as well cover it yeah and there are some legit vegan spots in the area like one off the top of my head on 8th street corridor corridor Okay. okay um farewell all right this is not video. This is audio, but I'm literally going in my laptop and taking a note. I mean, for yeah, real. Yeah, and you got to get their, um, what do you call that cake? It's the, I think it's a birthday cake from Farewell. Okay. You wouldn't think it's vegan. Like, it's so good. It's so, like, I don't know. Yeah, I'm going to pull out the brownies while we uh, oh, cool. Yeah, uh, talk. Cool. So, you can pull these whenever, but there's this uh, delivery stop called wing squad mm-hmm. they just reached out and just said hey we just want to drop off a couple brownies and pizza or wings and all that for you yeah just let us know what you think so all right cool. might as well share some yeah i won't let yeah, you well. know i'm gonna let, should, should i do the taste test right now uh, yeah okay. let me know what you think man all right i'm curious yo let me break let me break i had out. this last night and like i couldn't stop eating it okay so i brought some for you <laughs> all right so so i'm gonna i'm not a, i'm not you're the professional blogger i'm not right but i do like food so what i'm gonna say i want to i want to know what you think uh, yeah exactly and you can commentate on it while you try it exactly exactly so before i take the bite what i'm gonna say is um uh did we record that or not but i was telling danny i'm not the biggest brownie fan uh-huh. right so but it's but when i taste a good brownie i do go back to it right yeah. already when i broke it it's moist right so yeah yeah i like i like that so it's moist that's good right all right so let me let me go for it you gotta get closer to the mic man we gotta hear some asmr (laughs) 
What do you think? It's gooey. Okay. And I wouldn't, I wouldn't just say this because I'm a shot prop. Now, what was the name of the, the place I gave this to you? Wing Squad. It's like a, it's like a delivery company. I think they okay. just deliver wings. Okay. And they threw in cookies and brownies and okay. some Aquafina. But cool. So Wings Drop or Wing Squad? Wing Squad. Wing Squad. Okay. Yeah. Wing Squad. All right. So, all right. Cool. Now I can say something positive. So please tell them. Listen. Um, yeah, brownies, man. This brownie is actually good. It's it's moist. I hope. What I hope is that, because sometimes this happens, um, I don't know, like, you know, sometimes people want to make sure they give you, like, the best stuff if they're giving to somebody that they want to, like, promote it, right? Yeah. So I hope that the brownies that they actually deliver to their customers is as moist as this is. Uh-huh. I'm not the biggest chocolate fan. I only have two chocolate bars that I that I eat. It's the Hershey's White Chocolate uh-huh. and the um, the Crunch. I was about to say that, Crunch Bar. Yeah, yeah, that's it. That's Ever it. since I started on Jurassic Park, I was like, dang, I got to get some of those. <laughs> those that's good. it. But uh-huh. this brownie, yeah, I would actually um, I would actually go back to it, man. It's, it's and, and yeah, my family would love this. My kids would love this. This is, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome, man. Good review, man. Two thumbs up. It's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not cool. sponsored content, by the no. way. This is oh, free no. delivery. Yeah, they I just get it. delivered it to me. They were nice enough to deliver some brownies for me. So. No, no, I get that. But, you know, I like that you said that, too, anyway. Um, because there's a reason why I'm glad that we get an opportunity to talk, right? Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> like, you're not sponsoring me, man. You're just a guest on the show. You're supporting me, man. Mm-hmm. I appreciate that by, you know, honoring me and giving me this time to be able to talk to you. Um, but I reached out to you because I'm like, man, like, uh, my wife. Okay, so this is like a joke that she won't laugh at. Um, but we were in the middle of a move. Uh, we moved from Charlotte up here to Maryland. Couldn't, didn't have time to like really have a proper anniversary, right? And um, I looked at your blog and I was like, oh man, like there's like a chicken cone, you know, around here somewhere. I believe it was a chicken cone. I'm not oh, sure. Oh, that what. was for the event Emporium. Emporium. It's like a huge foodie event, okay. like foodie festival where you have like 40 different vendors yeah. meet all under this spot in Union Market. Okay. <clears throat> So legit. It's cool because like a lot of the vendors, they'll customize some menu dish- dishes so they can like make it Instagrammable. Okay, like, that's the whole purpose of Emporium uh, <laughs> is to like showcase good food online. Okay, okay. Well, it worked, man. I told her. I said, look, man. You know, we can't do anything for our anniversary, but we got to go here and get some of this chicken. Because did you guys go to that? We did not end up going. Oh, okay, no, okay. no, no. Because she told me she said if she goes. Um, she's definitely going to take a picture of her um, mad face uh, with the chicken and put it on Instagram. Like this, <laughs> this was my husband's anniversary gift to me. So I, yeah, I could do that. <laughs> What'd you guys yeah. do? You remember? Um, yeah, no, we actually didn't do anything, man. We didn't okay. do anything for that. It was just literally like, cool. yeah, yeah, just, just to move, just chill, man. That's it. <laughs> but um, all right, so Danny. Okay, we said Danny Grubbs, self-assigned. Uh, that that was your name you just came up with. Now, did you grow up in this area? I, like, okay, before you answer mm-hmm. that question, I feel I'm like feel I grew up in this area. Okay, so, so what do you see? I, I hear different responses from people. There's, there's something about you, man. So I know you said Korean. You didn't have to tell me that, but I also didn't want to come out and just say, "Hey, man, are you Korean?" And yeah. Be wrong. yeah, yeah. Um, grew up with um, grew up with a lot. Grew up in the area, um, Montgomery County. Uh, went to Springbrook High School. Uh, so you did. yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. you went? Okay. Yeah, That's yeah, cool. yeah. So you know, a lot of my friends, you know, were Korean. Uh, uh, lived in like about the Stonegate area, man. You know, lock that down a little bit I know, more. I know. Yeah, you yeah. Know? <laughs> okay. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't know, man. Like, there's something that's different about. There's something that I love about the DMV. There's something that I particularly love about Maryland. Um, that's another reason why I'm interested in your blog, Eat the Capital, because it speaks to me in a different way. So I'm gonna like go further out into that mm-hmm. uh, on you. Mm-hmm. Um, but I I do get that vibe, man, that you grew up around here. And uh, just to be fully transparent, 
Uh, so in the building that I work in in Silver Spring, there's a shop across the street. I wish I remember the name, but it's a sandwich shop. There's a Korean family that owns that shop. Okay. And, and there's a, when I first came back from Charlotte back here, I was ordering a sandwich. Mm-hmm. And I thought to myself, man, like, I really miss talking to, like, really down-to-earth, cool Koreans from Maryland, man. (laughs) There's there's something different, man. You know what I mean? It's like, you know, it's like... pretty straight to the point, man. (laughs) Yeah, but I don't know, man. It's like, you know, for me, and some of my my other black friends might agree with me on this, man. It's like, there's just something... There's something, I I think, hip-hop, or I don't know what it is, man. It's all family. Like, yeah. We see, like, our peers as family, right? Yeah. Koreans come off very, like, hard, you know? Like we speak our, when we speak Korean, like mm-hmm. it sounds very hard. Yeah. But when we have people like friends around us, like it's all family, all love, you know. Yeah. We dap each other up. Yeah. You know, all that. I think I don't know. Maybe it's a minority thing. I'm not maybe. gonna lie. Like, yeah, maybe, maybe it yeah. is a minority thing. <laughs> I don't you know? know, man. I have yeah. a lot of black friends too. Okay. Like I mean, I play basketball, and you know, I like to run sports with all of them. Yeah. Um, but even like interests, I think. Yeah. It's like the biggest thing. But like say like uh, for Koreans, I I know there are a lot of Koreans in in LA, right? Yeah, yeah, is yeah. that is that the same story in, in LA? You think is that the same story in New York? You know, what I mean, is that just like you know do 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 uh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like uh-huh. I, just, I I really I'm asking because I really don't know, but mm-hmm. I just know in Maryland it just really felt like ah oh, man like there's there's just not a strong line a delineation between like the Korean culture mm-hmm. and the Black culture. It's very different. But I've always gotten along with like so many Korean guys, and you know it's yeah. just like yeah, it was just. Like, hey, man, that's my homie. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I think, I mean, there's a lot of different, obviously, like, Koreans, there's going to be all different kinds of personalities, just like anybody. Yeah. We're all people at the end of the day. For sure. Um, But if you really want to come down to it, I think there's, like, the chill Koreans, and then there's, like, the hardcore Koreans, where it's just, like, they have these goals set for their life. Yeah. And, like, that's their life. Yeah. Like, they really want to do great with their studies. Yeah. Um, That's just kind of how Korean parents teach you, especially, like, first gen. Right. Like, you need to do this or else you're a failure. Like, you go to college and then get a good job or else you're a failure. Right. Um, entrepreneurship is such a new thing for Korean families. Yeah. And that was, like, one of the biggest struggles for me, too. Like, yeah. Time my parents, like... Do you know what school Eddie went to? Uh, no, he's from California. He's from California? Yeah, oh, I okay, actually cool. used to live in California, I was about to say. Okay. Yeah, I, I was born here in D.C. And then I moved out there. All right. My childhood was in California, in Orange County. Uh, met him. And then I came here for college at UMD. Got it. Graduated as a mechanical engineer. Okay. Realized I didn't want to work in a cubicle. Yeah. So that's when I started pursuing like the blog, right? Just shooting food and eating for free and all that. Okay. And then I brought him over like a month, like less than a month ago to help me out. Nice. Yeah. Okay, cool. So that touches a little bit. So before we started recording, you asked me about like, why am I even doing like this podcast? And that kind of like touches into it. Right. Uh Um, because for me, I hate the cubicle life. I despise the cubicle life. As a matter of fact, um, the way, the way my life is now, yes, it's, I'm still doing a typical cubicle kind of boring job, but uh, I don't have to sit in a cubicle now. You know, mm-hmm. I get a chance to like, you know, go to different agencies that we work with. And I also get a chance to work remotely a lot. And, mm-hmm. and I really appreciate that because to me, I just feel like, ah, like that's not the life I want to be just sitting in a cubicle, yeah. you know? And the reason why, um, uh, part of this, with this podcast, I like exposing people, you know, like yourself, you know, that had that same sort of feeling and did something about it. 
and you know for those that listen to us hopefully if there's something that they want to do as well they realize hey mm-hmm. man here's some here's another pair you know of mine that's like doing something about that you know maybe yeah. i can do that too because i really enjoy seeing people win and i love it when they put something together that i can also enjoy too it's selfish at the same time yeah. i want yeah. to see that creativity yeah i mean it's definitely not easy like making that jump yeah and you know some people there's like no hate to cubicle life like first of all like nine to five like i know some people say like like you shouldn't work a nine to five like you're just a slave but really like if you find security and happiness from it like it's totally fine like nothing against it i just wanted to make that clear yeah but um but yeah definitely like as soon as you leave i'm sure you know with this podcast too and whatever side hustle you got yeah like there's gonna be a string of wins and losses like every day that's right like you're gonna win one day you're gonna lose one day it's just about keep like keep pushing through it it's like the biggest thing cool How's it been for you? Like, um, have you had, like, what, what's, uh, when you think about, like, wins and losses, uh, is there, like, a loss that comes to mind because it was so painful, or, or is there a win that oh, yeah. comes to mind? Yeah, when I first started, like, um, like, I was trying to, like, do work for a lot of companies, mm-hmm. but I got rejected, like, 90% of the time. Okay. Actually, almost 100%. Like, there was a point in time when I had, like, a negative $100 in my bank account, and I was like, shoot, yeah. I gotta find a job. Um, but then at that time I got like a huge sponsorship, okay. like thankfully. And then, um, that kind of like gave me some breathing, gave cool. me some space to breathe and just kind of like grind a little bit harder. Cool. Um, but yeah, I mean, I've had several losses throughout, like I've almost gotten sued before, uh, for like a misunderstanding on the contract. Mm-hmm. Um, I've, you know, sometimes even like the reality of things is like, you'll lose some clients because maybe they're business isn't doing well like oh there's a lot of competition in dc mm-hmm. so it's like marketing is one thing and then running it running the actual restaurant is a whole different thing like that needs to be good too like you'll bring customers in but how are they going to come back mm-hmm. so i mean losing clients always suck um especially like you know they're making mistakes too like they're honest mistakes as a company you know for any anybody right mm-hmm. like making honest mistakes or just waking up feeling not the best like you know those are all like part of the losses but you know, the winds will kind of like keep you energized and make you do yeah. push through. Yeah, yeah. And I, I kind of like to think that with those losses, man, maybe, I mean, they they hurt, right? But maybe because the overall direction that you're moving is something that's, uh, it's not just, it's not just, you know, head knowledge that you're moving forward with for somebody else. This is something that you're trying to build. I mean, obviously you have a vision, right? So that, mm-hmm. that vision keeps you moving forward. Yeah. You know, what's funny is like, I used to cold call restaurants like hey I just want to like shoot you guys feature you guys on the page like my page was pretty small at the time and it's like okay if a restaurant's looking at a page with this many followers like this little followers in mm-hmm. the beginning and they're like okay like just no like you know you can come in and pay and as a customer but we're not going to comp your food and at the time I told you I had negative yeah. I can't do that like yeah so how am I going to work around it so I was just trying to feature stuff and uh, get around to like you know trading content in exchange for food just so I can like shoot it and put it up on the blog to grow it mm. like so I remember I got cussed out before by a lot of restaurants yeah. um, and just like getting denied and rejected and be like yo like who are you to call like you know it's like so like presumptuous to assume that we'll give you this mm-hmm. in exchange for content but you know what's funny is like now it's like I reach out to them and it's a whole different script. Like you, they see how much, how, how big how maybe your page people. has gotten. Yeah. 
and now they're like oh yeah we'd love to come and now i don't even reach out like they always email like hey we'd love to come in, you to come in to feature us you That's know cool. and it's funny like how the how the tables turn after like you know several years of trying to yeah push through that but definitely the beginning was tough like you're trying to grow a page but how are you going to get content without money do you <laughs> do, do you understand that so that i'm really curious do you understand like you know a lot of times when we're talking with someone we try to put ourselves in the shoes of um the next person do you do you understand that mentality of someone who because it doesn't because you weren't asking for a lot you know you're trying to like you know yeah. maybe, maybe your page is small but some coverage is coverage right do, do you understand that mentality of, of someone oh, yeah. who want to say like, no if i'm looking at a restaurant owner and i, I mean i talked to hundreds of different restaurant owners uh -huh. um just because I, I meet a lot of different people um and you know they'll say like you know it's on top of service like they also need to sacrifice food costs and time like there's a chef behind the kitchen working on your plate mm -hmm. right and i mean if they know that you're not they don't know if you're going to help them much mm -hmm. but you're coming in for free food like it's not just okay how's this guy going to treat our restaurant like if we're giving out freebies but on top of that there's going to be other bloggers coming in trying to do the same thing True. so okay. I, it's totally understandable okay. but you know, definitely like as a starting, as a blogger starting out, trying to cover food in the area or wherever, mm -hmm. um, there's definitely like an uphill battle because okay. now there's so much more and it's harder now because like now there's like hundreds. I see like hundreds of different food blog accounts pop yeah. up in the past year. Yeah. And I was like, dang, like if in this, like it'll be really hard to grow. Does that, does that make that you time. sweat? No, no. no. <laughs> okay. Because I'm focused on like what we're, we need to do. Like we already have you know something going and now it's like about okay how can we keep improving okay right i think as soon as you kind of get comfortable and just like make everything like the same way and never kind of grow the way you create content mm -hmm. or try to get your audience involved or something um that's kind of like when you go down okay right like if you're not growing you're you're what do you call that like digressing so is that a word? or stagnant i mean you could be digressing, get, yeah. but yeah or you could just, you just be, get stagnant yeah. and you know people do get do catch up but okay. i mean i don't sweat that it's just like looking at back then when there was only like if from the top of your head like there'll be 20 bloggers and it's just like them now it's like we have probably over 100 200 different bloggers just covering okay. food so it's like dang like <laughs> so that's pretty crazy where does that come from, man? Like this mentality that like, I'm not going to look at my competition. I know what I want to do. I mean, I think that's just, honestly, it's one of the ways to not just maintain clarity in your headspace, but also just to be the happiest. Mm -hmm. Like I think when people start looking side to side at their competition or whatever you want to call it, you know, people who are doing the same thing in your field, um, you know, there's, it, it only like makes you feel like bad or motivated. Okay. So I'll see it as motivation, but at the same time, like, you know, they have their own voice. So I have my own voice. We're all unique. Yeah. Like, you know, so we just got to focus on doing our own voice and keeping it truly like to the brand. And okay. then there's no way you're going to lose. Like, you know, you find joy out of creating content and, um, you know, showcasing some, some news around the DC area for food. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of like the joy that I get out of it. That's cool. Have you ever heard of, uh, Simon Sinek? Who's that? Simon Sinek. The guy with glasses, right? Yeah. Yeah, I see him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he talked about um, Find Your Why, or uh, uh -huh, and, uh -huh. and he has this uh, latest thing called The Infinite Game. Yeah, I love those, like, why videos. Yeah. Because it, it yeah. always brings you back, like, oh, this is why I'm doing this. 
Exactly. Kind of so, simplify like everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, the reason why I asked that is because um, it reminded me. I, I mean, I've, I've heard of I've heard him talk before, and I haven't listened to him in a long time. But I recently like l- watched a video of his, and he was he mentioned that he had an opportunity to talk to Sony and Apple, mm-hmm. and then at the top, no, no, I'm sorry, it was Microsoft and Apple, and at the time, Microsoft had um, just created the Zune. And then uh, he um, he w- he happened to be I think in an Uber or the same car with a um, Apple exec. Okay. And he mentioned to Apple uh, that Apple exec, yeah, you know, I just saw uh, Microsoft's uh, they have a new product that I think is going to rival the iPod. And that exec just replied with, "Oh, that's nice." <laughs> <laughs> but the reason why I bring it up is because in that Infinite game, what he says that. Um, why Apple is successful is because they just focus on themselves. Yeah. Right? They They're focus so, on what they want to do. Yeah. On top of their marketing, like, I mean, they stay true to brand. Yeah. That's the biggest thing. Yeah. And it's like, their product is branded so well. Like, it's just simple and clean. That's how simple it is. Right. So it's just like, if anybody kind of enters the same products, like, it doesn't matter. Like, us as consumers or people who buy their products, yeah, you know, that's like top of mind. Okay. Simple and clean. Like you just gotta kind of like stay on brand. Like that's the biggest thing. Is it consistent? Is there any type of that aesthetic that um, makes its way into eat the capital? Yeah. hundred percent. Like okay. I've worked with like, there's different ways to shoot food. There's like um, bird's eye view where you kind of go over the top and then you get a, get a flat lay of all your dishes on the table. And it's like pretty aesthetically nice. Um, I see a lot of bloggers going that route. Um, you can go like super up close and focus on one dish. And that's kind of like what I try to focus on. Like for Instagram being a visual platform, I want to catch people's eyes with the details of food. Also just like making it look like, I'm just trying to make you drool. Like that's literally my goal. Like what's the, how can we stage this dish to make it look the best way possible? Yeah. And you know, there's only there's only one way to do that, in my opinion. Not do a food overlay. You can't see any details. You just see what you're eating. Mm-hmm. It's about focusing on the dish, just up close. Keep it super. Um, how do you call it? Like defined. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, do you take um, a lot of those, these photos of fried chicken that I'm seeing on your blog? Are yeah. you Are you taking those yourself? Yeah, I okay. take those. Um, if the, if it's not me, uh, I like I'll mention it. Like mm-hmm. we'll credit our team members mm-hmm. for it. Uh, there's one thing I want to say though it's yeah these days these days like I'll mix in so I want to know that from you like I'll okay. mix in legit my camera photos like okay. professional photos yeah. versus food or phone photos so okay. for you like I know you have a photography, photography background so you might be a little biased but I want to know like what you prefer when you're looking at food okay before I answer that question I'm gonna, I'm gonna ask and you know this sucks for the audience sorry um, what I'm pulling up is just a photo that I just posted this morning. And I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you if um, if I did it with my phone or my camera, and then and then I'm gonna give you the answer, and then you'll know the reason why I'm, I'm giving you the answer. Okay. All right. So it's two photos, right? Okay. So so that one, and then scroll down to look yeah, at the I'm, second. I'm gonna increase the brightness a little bit. Oh yeah, yeah, sure. So this one. Yeah. So it's that first one, same location. Um, but, uh, I want you to tell me which one is the, is a phone photo and which one came off a camera. The first and the second, right? Yeah. First and second. The second one is camera or second one is the phone or the camera. Okay. 
You said the second one was First a camera? is the phone. Okay. Why you say that? I'm just looking at the lens. Like, I can see, like... I'm going to try... I'm just guessing. Like, <laughs> I can see one is... One is a camera lens, <laughs> like, on your phone. Okay. And then one is a little bit more wider. I don't know if you can go wide on this phone, though. Okay. Um, all right. So... Is that right, though? I want to know. No, you're wrong. They're both phones. <laughs> <laughs> They're both phones? They're both phones. And I, and I didn't... So, you're probably thinking, like, I put a moment lens on there or something like that? Yeah. yeah. That looks a little bit, like, wide angle a little bit, right. the second one. Yeah. Maybe it's kind of tricky because it was actually the way the building is curving, uh, okay. right? So, that the lens didn't do that. Um, but... My answer is I don't know, man. Like as long as the photo looks good, like when I posted these, this so morning, you don't think like I don't think. Oh, man. like such a nice shot, like yeah. But you know, when I do, if it's uh, if I'm following a photography blog, yeah. Because then you see and you start thinking, okay, how did he set this up? What exactly. is the lighting situation? How does he, you know, what's his settings like? Exactly. You know, when he shoots this, yeah. I think the same way. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't matter, man. If it's 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 as long as it looks good, right? Yeah, exactly. Like, that's the brand, like. I just doesn't matter what how we shoot it. It's just like gotta look good. That's like, right. That's right. Right. And and that's actually what I was getting into. That's what I was asking you about. Like you know, were you taking pictures of, of the chicken? Because when I see, uh, I'm you know, it's gonna sound like I just love eating fried chicken every day. <laughs> <laughs> and I, mean, I don't. We in the same boat, man. <laughs> I love I like fried chicken, but I don't eat it every day. For me, it's more it's more like a, a, I look at fried chicken more as like a delicacy, right? It's like like I want it to be I, in my mind. Uh-huh. I treat it like how like when someone is ready to go to that French restaurant or that Italian restaurant, yeah. like when I'm ready for fried chicken i don't just want any old fried chicken okay now i'm ready like when i'm ready to eat it i want the best yeah you know and so that and that's how i think about uh-huh. it you know um so when i see the photos that you take yeah man there's this one photo man like um i was like looking like right before we started talking um it was it was just glistening you know <laughs> oh, yeah oh yeah <laughs> just, Did that sound like it's real nice <laughs> yeah it's natural like it's that's, the best. that's right it's that's a photo tip something about it man um well how do you like your fried chicken I, that's no i don't know how to answer that question because i just know that you um, like to sauce it up oh no 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 just, i don't just you just like to get the juice I, the crispiness I just yeah i don't put i don't put anything on it man like however um, however that um the restaurant serves it yeah is how i'll take it i yeah, pref- yeah. um i don't want to say i prefer if it's not sauced up or dressed or anything like that but yeah. i do like that because to me if it's still good then it's like that's they didn't need sauce to cover that up mm-hmm. and it's a very similar way how i think i look at a lot of my foods like some dishes call for sauce but like if i'm eating a steak i want i don't want anything on that steak man i just want that steak because i want to taste like how was this thing prepared man. was it seasoned right you know before you put the sauce in right I, a lot of times i won't even put a sauce on oh, it okay. at all because yeah. I, I enjoy it just uh-huh. that, that way but yeah. yeah if there's like if there's like some sort of sauce like if there's some sort of gorgonzola or something you yeah, know, yeah like something yeah. nice yeah yeah <laughs> I'll, I'll put it on top or okay. you know lobster i don't know whatever you know it'll be, be awesome i'll add it but like yeah. i say fried chicken for me yeah mm-hmm. uh, i eat a good fried chicken by itself too but okay. i learned recently the biggest way the most if you do any sauce it's got to be crystals hot sauce okay. and honey okay just mix those two and put it over. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yo, <laughs> yo, I'll eat. I'll eat a lot of those. Okay, so yeah. so after we That's leave good. here, are you actually going to go get some fried chicken no, no, now? Because no, we I keep can't. talking about I it. Can't. I gotta, I gotta stay fit, man. I just came out the gym, so That's cool. I'm eating right. That's cool, man. Um, do you? Uh, okay, so what foods did you grow up on? Actually, I want to. Um, honestly, everything. Like, like my mom's Korean, so she'll make Korean food. Mm-hmm. But she always mixed it up. Like ever since we were young, she'll try to make pastas. 
Um, she'll make some like steaks. Um, and she's a great chef on her own. So she's, she makes a lot of good food. Uh, but Korean food. Yeah. Honestly, I grew up not liking Korean food. Okay. All right. I never, I never had like a particular like taste. I just like to eat. Like I'll just eat. Okay. Like, you go take me to a buffet. I'll eat everything. Yeah. When yeah. I was younger. And you said you grew up. So you um was born in DC, but then you moved to mm-hmm. LA. Or yeah, Orange County. County. Orange, Orange County. County. Southern California. So so is that you just wanting to eat whatever's around you, or or not even like trying to like limit you know what you like? I guess right. Mm. Um, is that um? Do you think that's because of growing up in Orange County? Yeah, I mean, I think it's just me. Like, I just, I'll just eat anything as long as it's good. Like, for me, I don't care too much about the fine dining. Like, people say, like, oh, fine dining, like that's how you like elevate your tongue. But what's the point if I'm not, if I'm, if I'm, if I'm, not, if I'm not even being, if I'm not full coming out of my dinner yeah. or lunch, right? Yeah. So, um, you know, I always grew up in California eating tacos, right? California, mm-hmm. they got the best taco spots. San Diego and LA. King's Tacos, King Taco, and also um, Tacos El Gordo. Okay, all right, cool, Legit. cool. I, I, if you ever go to California, note those down. Yeah, yeah, That's I'm gonna, nice. I'm gonna note, man. I'm gonna note those, man, for sure, man. Because I, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm asking myself. Maybe I just don't like tacos. Because people from the West always tell me about, like, man, you gotta get a taco you out ever, here. You ever go to California? Yeah, I've been like a few times, and I, which I, tacos but, you get? I don't, I don't. You know, here's the thing. Every time I go, I have not gone to a place to actually get any tacos, but I did just go to Mexico. <laughs> is it different and over I, there? I'm guessing it is. I'm not the biggest taco guy, man. I'm not. I'm not the really? guy to talk to on tacos, okay. man. So, I mean, but no hate. Everybody's got different tastes. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And, and that's and that's what I understand because uh, so my family's Jamaican. And, oh, uh, for real? Yeah. I wouldn't have thought. Like I can't okay. tell. Like if I'm looking at an African man, yeah. I can't tell what sort of. It's cool, man. Unless they're Ethiopian, like yeah. they kind of have a look. Yeah. But yeah, no, Niger- that's cool. You I said uh, Nigerian. No, Jamaican. A Jamaican. Yeah. Okay, that's cool, man. Yeah. No, I don't expect any. My brother and I were just talking about this the other day. I don't expect anybody to know unless you're from Jamaica. There's going to be something that you see, mannerism, or something that you hear. Because yeah. me and my brother was talking about it. It's weird. Sometimes I'm talking to somebody and they say, oh, man, you from Jamaica or is, oh. is your family from Jamaica? I was born here. Um, my parents are both from Jamaica. And I grew up on that food. Um, that's where my taste buds are there. So I love Indian food. I do like a lot of Korean food. I right. love. I, I pretty much love everybody's food. Um, like I just am not the biggest. I'm kind of thinking that I'm not the biggest Tex-Mex guy or Mexican food or yeah, I, I, you I know. Understand that. Yeah, yeah. Yo, you know, you said you like Indian food. I do. Okay, this is not Indian. It's Pakistani food. Okay, but it's legit. Like I, I featured on my page a lot, but it's called Kebab and Karahi in Silver Spring. Yeah. I almost went there the other day. Dude, you need to okay. go because if you like lamb, <laughs> yeah, you need to get this thing called lamb karahi. Okay, it's a, it's like a, it comes in like a bowl. I, you, right, I'm gonna let you and describe it. it up. Yeah, they please fire it up mm-hmm. and like a, it looks like a wok, but it's mm-hmm. like what the Pakistanis use. Like it's just a traditional type of thing, like a pot. They they stir up like all these herbs and the spices, and they throw in some. Uh, I think it's a baby lamb because mm-hmm. tender. And it's nice when it comes out. You get the fresh naan bread that comes out of there. You dip it in the yogurt sauce and yeah. then mix in some of the lamb karai in there. Yeah, <laughs> it's okay. good. I right, so, open late too, so you can go late at night. All right, it's best. I'm definitely gonna check it out. Time. Yeah, we talked about we talked about um, video versus photo before, and I'm only one customer, right? But you know, 
it's it's great that you get a chance to like you know um, talk to somebody that you know is looking at your blog. Now I don't know what it is, right? Not like I told you, there's something magical about video. Mm. So when I saw the video um, for the matcha, I went. Mm. You know, I didn't go to, and you're gonna have to say the name again of the place. It's, kebab and Cry? Yeah, Kebab and Cry. Okay. I haven't been there yet. Okay, but it's in the back of my mind. I'm okay. mo- I'm motivated to go. Okay, I saw I saw that dish yeah. on your YouTube channel. Yeah, yeah, we did yeah. a whole thing, like yeah, a YouTube video. Like, yeah, I saw that, uh, and and I I haven't forgotten about it. So every I'm not in Silver Spring all the time, but every time I'm there, it's in the back of my mind. If I have time today, that's now, what's I'm, gonna make you go though. Like, what's something? If I made like, if you saw a piece of content from me, like, what's gonna yeah. make you want to go? It's you know now now for that like my day is just my days are hectic. They're just crazy, yeah. you know. And so um, if I if I have if I actually have the availability in the middle of the day. Um, I'm gonna go. I won't get up and go like at night, like after the day is over. That's not typically it's me. Too tired. Yeah, yeah, it's like yeah, I'm like, home. Yeah, I'm yeah, in. Yeah, you yeah. know. Um, but if it's in the middle of the day and I actually have time, then yeah, that's it's gonna happen. Um, but he, the the video already did the work. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm telling you, you know, it's like he's not even a client of mine. I just like the food. It's yeah, good. No, that's cool. Yeah, it, yeah, the video worked, man. Um. What's your? Uh, I wanted to ask you, like, what what was the motivation? I mean, obviously, you like food. We're talking about all these, you know, different kind of foods. So, what was the motivation, man, behind like, let me start taking photos, let me write about this food, let me show other people about this? Honestly, it kind of just like fell upon me. Like, at the time when I was quitting my job at Northrop Grumman, mm-hmm. where I used to work, I was an engineer over mm-hmm. there. Um, I was just thinking, like, man, like, what's something I like to do? Like, and I was realizing I'm going through all of my my newsfeed and Instagram and I'm seeing I follow a lot of food blogs mm-hmm. I'm like oh snap so let me go ahead and try this out so I went ahead started trying it out and it just kind of like fell upon me like mm-hmm. once you kind of start you're like okay I want to commit to it and see what I can do out, make out of it and it's different like when you start growing a blog and a page and then restaurants are reaching out to you to say hey we'll comp your food in exchange for like a review or some photos and videos like I'm 100% down like I'm yeah. a 22 year old kid at the time with no money to spend but I want to eat good yeah so it just kind of like fell upon me and out of that I realized I did have a passion for photography videography and social media like how it works mm-hmm. right um, and that's kind of how we kind of I kind of grew like my love for that and you know made a business out of it okay and so that was four years ago yeah okay yeah. alright what's the so four years ago, you're still doing this today. What's the what's the path for Eat the Capital? I mean, um, what, what happens this year? What happens four years later? So that's a good question. Like, I always ask myself that too. Mm-hmm. Like, honestly, like, I just want to be, I just want to connect with people who vibe with, like, our content and our type of style of content that we post. Um, so I'm trying to do, like, events but it's hard. Like promoting events is actually so much harder than I would have ever imagined. Mm -hmm. So I'm, I'm like diving into like all these different things. I'm looking into ways we can maybe grow like a shop or something where we can kind of like bring our audience and then somehow like not have to worry about finances. Like Mm -hmm. at the end of the day, like I can't continue to do this and cover restaurants if there's no money coming out of it. Mm-hmm. So there's has to be some sort of trade-off. And if that means like maybe we do a Patreon, like make exclusive content, like maybe exclusive interviews with chefs around the city for really passionate DC foodies. Or 
like entering a whole different industry. Mm-hmm. Like my dad is actually a dentist in Rockville or okay. North Bethesda. Um, and we're discussing like ways we can do some sort of shop like for dentists and stuff like that. Like at the end, of the day, I'm, I'm an entrepreneur. Like yeah. I'll try to think of ways to like find avenues to make money, but also do things that I love at the same time. Mm-hmm. So like, you know, I'm trying to dive into like all these different things, but for Ethic Capital specifically, like I'm just trying to make sure like we grow our page and become notable in the area as like the authority for like food media in DC. Okay. So I'm trying to enter that, make it like videos. Cause I know like videos is kind of where it's going. Yeah. So we'll do like YouTube, maybe continue to push Instagram, TikTok. Like we'll see. So yeah. it's just kind of like what we're trying to do. What, what would eat the capital do with a Netflix special? If you got it, <laughs> <laughs> that'd be cool. Cause we'll do a lot of interviews. Like I want to do something where we're not just promoting like the, restaurant and the chefs but i want to bring in like dc figures like maybe we'll get the mayor or maybe we'll get like a dc athlete like i was talking to or i'm trying to get the the goalkeeper for dc united his name's like bill hamid or something okay but like i've been like chatting back and forth dming trying to get his attention to see if maybe we can do like a video collab yeah that would be sick like you know we get an athlete dc united athlete the goalkeeper for dc united and showcase some of the best his favorite restaurants like yeah. i want to see how we can create some sort of culture around that so like that's kind of what we're working on okay um a little, thinking a little bit outside the box um you know because it's like you know people see restaurants and food all the time now now it's different now if you start involving like other people yeah so we're trying to figure out like ways to do that i think i mean i think that's um that's what in I'm already endeared to your content, but when I hear the path that you want to take it by bringing in more people, um, that makes me excited to hear that. Because, like, a lot of the people that, a lot of um, blogs that, well, YouTube channels or blogs that I already follow, mm-hmm. like, I like the personality of the person. So, I, I'm, I'm guessing your personality is shining through in your content somehow, some way, right? Because, um, like I said, I, I recently just discovered that Danny Grubbs even existed. Right? You know what's funny? Honest. Like, I used to be very on camera. Like okay. two years ago, but as soon as I was getting really focused on my business, like I took my person, like I literally delete all my posts. Like mm-hmm. I didn't want to worry about that page because I wanted to grow Eat the Capital so bad. Yeah, and also help my clients. But now I just like last night I was like posting stuff on Danny Grubbs and just showcasing like certain videos I wanted to post, like things we created. Um, but I'm trying to I'm trying to get back onto that like okay. that what? personal branding a little bit. Why now though? Because I know that at the end of the day, like, you'll always see food. You'll always see great shots of food. Like, I'm not, I'm not the best photographer in DC. Like, you know, there's several different people who are way better than me at food photography or videography. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to bringing your own personal brand and having a little personal touch to it, it's different. Like, nobody can replace that. Nobody can replicate that. Yeah. And that's kind of like why we wanted to, I want to do that yeah. and move towards that. Um, but at the same time, I'm also very, like... I'm honestly kind of an introvert. Like, okay. I don't want to be on camera, but I know it's like the way things need to be. Yeah. So, I mean, we'll yeah. see. We're trying to dive into it. Okay. Um, as as time goes on, man. <laughs> as my, uh, as Eddie. <laughs> All right. So, I'm just going to look natural. There's a camera pointing at me. Um, as as uh, time goes on, man. So, then, yeah, you're right. I mean, I think that's something that, you know, you're going to have to like kind of... It's good to get, kind of get comfortable with that, right? Because I think, you know, people, they, 
people are connected to brands that don't have a face, but I think that when there's a face to it, people will also want to connect to that person behind a brand. I, I, I don't know what it is. There's some brands that doesn't matter. Like if I, yeah. if I don't, if I don't know who, uh, the few executives of Nike, Nike are, I don't, don't care. Matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter. The product's so good. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, the thing is food and photos of food and stuff like that. It's like, so like, like I'm realizing like anybody can do it, mm-hmm. you know? I mean, maybe you have an expertise in it, but at the end of the day, like you don't need expertise to make somebody want to go get that food. Like, right. But it's replaceable. So I'm trying to figure out ways we can make it not. Right. So like, uh, I, this is, I don't know, maybe it's controversial because some people probably don't want to say, fa- you know, choose favorites, man. But do, do you have like a favorite restaurant that, you know, like really you are glad to cover and, you know, be able to put out there? hard man i get to ask mm-hmm. i get asked that question by everybody i meet okay. just because they know i like tr- do this yeah honestly it comes down to today like i don't know i'm sure like you and a lot of people hearing this podcast like they want to eat based on what they're feeling like one day you want sushi moment. one day you don't one day you want steak one day you don't um but something i'll always be down for is that place i told you about kebab and cry okay like they're not even like i have no business relation with them but I know I spent at least ten thousand dollars there in the in the course of my life. Yeah, because that place is good. Like it's legit. Okay, and it's really authentic. And dude, I love like that type of food. Like if we're talking about grubbing, mm-hmm. getting down and dirty with food, and not worrying about fine dining, you just want to leave with a stuffed stomach and really satisfied, really satisfied uh, tongue. Then that's the spot. That's like, it. That's okay. the spot. And then you did a post, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I thought I remember you did a post of uh, the top. It was like top five or I don't know if it was 10. I believe it might have been five mm-hmm. uh, places to get a chicken sandwich in D.C. Yeah, fried chicken sandwich, <laughs> yeah. man. Yo, <laughs> yo, I could go on with this because I'm, dude, I love fried chicken sandwiches. And I'm so mm-hmm. glad Popeye's like made this wave so hard. Yeah. Because, okay, first of all, there's three spots. One in, uh, I think it's Herndon, Virginia. Woo Boy Hot Chicken. Yeah. That place is legit. They got this uh, cider slaw. That mm-hmm. they do this good and the bun, everything's good. Like, and then there's Hot Lola's. There's Chef Kevin Tien who runs Hot Lola's. He's also um, the chef and owner of Emily's, okay. newly opened in Southeast DC. That place is legit and it's more of a gourmet. It's like, because it's a Sichuan style hot chicken. Okay. Like, you would never think. Like, was, hot chicken, you think it's just hot. But was that the one where, now again, I don't remember if I saw a video or not. Maybe I did. Was that the one where they were actually putting this sort of like power, powder? Uh, on mm, top. That's a uh, Wu Boy. Oh, that's Wu Boy. Okay. Yeah, yeah Wu right. Boy. That's the that place is legit. It's Korean owned. Okay. It's cool. I met him. I was like, dang, you Korean too? Yeah. That's cool, man. I like to see people Korean hustling like that. Okay. So um, I got a I got a personal project which I haven't started yet, but um, but I told my wife about this. I said, yeah, okay, like based off of Eat the Capitals like list, I'm gonna eat at every single um chicken place that's on that list. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know what you think too. Like, let me know if you don't like a spot. Like, yeah. Because I like to hear that. Like, I like to hear, hey, I didn't really like the spot because. You hear it all the time, like, yo, this place is the best. Mm-hmm. And maybe there's some inconsistencies with some spots. Maybe there's just so, like, hole in the wall and they maybe keep, they don't they don't take pride into making everything as consistent, but they yeah. make good food. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I want to know, like, people's opinions, too. Like, Hot Lola's, Woo Boy. Um, crap. I got to look at the list. There's just so many. Like, there's Po' Boy Gym. Yeah. Client of mine. I'm Hot really he's good. curious about Po' Boy Gym now. Because Check I feel, out, yeah. yeah Get the I've, gumbo. Okay. It's legit. I people we had a party for our website launch and we had like 450 people there. Okay. They sold out first the Popo Gym. Okay. And I had people from Louisiana or 
people from the south who came to that party or they were born in the south and they came to the party yeah and they tell me like yo this is better That's than it. anybody okay in the south but oh, then the gumbo's legit when people go there are they like they're they're specific okay so you know what kept me away from po boy jam like i've seen i think i saw it before i even knew that um you had a relationship with them or that yeah, you yeah, showed yeah. any content on it so i want to know like if you know i have some sort of relationship with them does that yeah. kind of deter you away like maybe it's not as credible um the skeptic in me says it should yeah Right. Yeah. No, I just understand. So, like, yeah. That's why I want to, like, I don't like say it blatantly on a page that we do have clients, but mm-hmm. I'm trying to enter that, try to frame it in a way that's, I feel like I'm people need to understand, like, we have to somehow monetize yeah. to keep doing this. Like, and to be honest, like, we're doing a service. It's not like they're just paying us, like, sponsored posts. Right. We're f- f- doing service for them and we're doing work for them. Right. Because we believe in them. Okay. Like, I've denied several different potential clients because I didn't like their food. And that's what people don't see. Like, it's hard when I have to tell them, like, hey, I don't think we can work together. Yeah. Because, you know. I'm glad you said that, man. Um, all right. So, and I don't know, man. It's just it's just something that, that I do and, you know, no one else has. No one else has to, like, uh, believe in my, my own ability because everybody has their own ability when it comes to, like, hey, this is somebody I want to, like, you know, work with or mm-hmm. um, continue to, mm-hmm. to pay attention to his space or whatever. Again, like I said, um, something about your page just said, all right, let me just keep coming back and looking, you know? Um, something about it felt like, all right, there's heart here. Now, when I was looking at some of your posts, and I, I didn't, um, and I didn't, like, try and study to try and figure out, yeah. hey, which ones does he have, like, a business relationship yeah. with versus which ones you don't? But on some of those posts, it's like, I felt, like, just maybe the way it was written or... or Sounds salesy. Yeah, salesy, yeah, right? right? And, and so there was something about it. So I said, oh, man, there's a relationship here. Then I thought, like, you know, should I... Should I worry about that? Like it, it made me feel like, mm. oh, can I can I trust Eat to Capital? Mm-hmm. I don't know, but I'm I I continue to look and I said, no, you know what? I mean, if I get a bad experience and whatever, then it's going to tell me something, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's very important what you just said that the relationships that you had, even when even though they are business relationships, come on, we do business with people that you know we sometimes will be friends with, or we're yeah. doing business relationship with people because of. Hey, I just like this company. I like their product. I like the food. Mm-hmm. And that's what I chose to more so lean on for myself to say, you know what? I think Eat the Capital is all right. You know, let me continue, you know, look at these, uh, yeah. the, the, the posts and, mm-hmm. you know, and, and continue to fo- follow the leading. Yeah. From your point of view, though, if we did a statement mm-hmm. or just some sort of thing where we're announcing, hey, like, you know, we do have clients and we do feature them on a page because, you know, they're our clients. Yeah. But at the end of the day, we, we'd only do this because we need to generate some sort of revenue to continue to um, cover spaces in DC that, you know, are very noteworthy and all that. Right. And, our, and our clients too. Right. But being like that transparent, like I want to know from your point of view, like does that immediately make you go like, okay, like anytime he posts a client, like I'm just going to scroll past, like, or do you have some sort of curiosity? Like, okay, is this place legit? I, I can't, I I personally can't give you that answer. For me, it would not sway me personally. Uh-huh. But you could see I, other I, people. I think it would sway other people uh-huh. because I think that um, they wouldn't know. First of all, maybe a lot of people haven't even thought about what what I what I'm looking at. Right? Mm-hmm. They maybe didn't come to that conclusion. Oh, there's a business relationship here. And if they did not come to that conclusion, and I love transparency. Yeah. I want everyone to be transparent with me, yeah, yeah. and I do my best to be transparent with everyone in my life but some people it's hard for them to handle transparency even though I think it's the best way to do business so I think that if that statement is important to you 
I think it's great to try and figure out how, a way to try and say that. But I, you know, again, I'm not a marketer, so I don't, I don't know how you best get that message yeah. across without losing some. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I see. I mean, I do want to be honest. Yeah. Right. So. Yeah, I think that's good insight though. I like that. Yeah, yeah, I think honesty is important, man. It's super important. And you know what? If if some people, if you lose some people, maybe they come back because, you know, maybe in the end they realize, oh, you know what? He was honest with me, even though he risked losing me. Mm-hmm. You know, with that honesty, and I've had that, you know, work out for me in, in in other avenues of business where I was super honest, did not try and you know fake the funk, you know, and come off like you know, hey right. man, we have a lot. We're, we're, you know, we're, we're the best, you know, in this area, right. but came off as like, Hey, you know, we're okay. We're going to try and improve, but you mm-hmm. know, continue working with us. And, you know, it might've sullied the relationship in the beginning, yeah but as things went on, it was like, Oh, you know, um, again, I do project management and with that is uh-huh. risk, risk management. Yeah. If I'm showing you the risks, uh, straight up, uh-huh. some of those might actually pan out. Others won't, mm-hmm. but the ones that do, you're so the client becomes thankful yeah. in the end yeah. you know, that you put it out yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah. It's all, it's all trust. Like it is. All my clients I'm trying to help them grow. Like we got a couple of different clients who are looking to expand like nationwide. Mm-hmm. Um so I mean that's my goal. Like Okay. It's trying to You're trying to you yourself are trying to expand nationwide. Help expand those okay. our clients. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So when it comes to um eat the capital, mm-hmm. because I live near the capital, I think D C. Yeah. So is does is the capital stays here? Like, stays okay. Like I'm not gonna worry about expanding to New York and all those. Mm-hmm. If if I do any of that, it'll be on my own page, Danny Grubbs, and then eat the capital. Like it's intended to stay here mm-hmm. because I really want to be hyper focused in this one area. Like there's already so much to cover, and it's only gonna grow. Okay. Like you see everything the way DC is growing. Like it's crazy how much we're like. It's almost insult- like gentrification, like you know, it's it's almost too fast. Yeah, but it's just the reality of things, and like you know, I want to be here to cover that because I know it's going to keep growing. And yeah. the creative bubble space, the creative space here is also only going to keep growing. Like, it's still young. So where where does this um, love and loyalty uh, to DC come from? Honestly, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I just like. I wouldn't, because I know people who follow us are following us for that. And I, I see way too many people or pages expanding out of that because they see, oh, DC is just like a local area. There's no market here, you know, but I want to grow. And they feel caught, like they feel like confined in the space. Okay. But to me, like that just, it's just an opportunity to capitalize. Like, you know, if everybody else is leaving or growing out of this, growing too big for DC or they just moved out or don't even live here anymore, like. That's why I should stay here and keep growing this because I really want to be that go-to food media brand. Okay. Yeah. Cool. What does DC do that um, other areas can't do as well? I don't know. Like, that's a good question because DC is so diverse. Um, we got a lot of top chefs, like, coming into DC. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the only thing is rent is way overpriced, in my opinion. Like, I mean, a lot of people say that, but I'm scared that'll drive other chefs from other areas in the country or the world away from dc okay right so it's just like i don't know i'm just hoping dc does keep growing the culinary scene 100 percent growing okay um it's awesome it's cool to see like how yeah. different it is 
Yeah. No, I like it, man. I, um, maybe that's also another part why I also like your page because it does focus on DC. Um, for me, and with this podcast, I'm not sure. I, you know, I, I haven't, I haven't quite decided. I mean, I'm, I'm not like drawing like any city or county lines, you know. Um, but I do like the fact that I'm here and that a lot of the people that you know are going to be on this show are from here. Like um, when you when I and, I and I've said this before. Uh, I think I might even mention in another um, podcast, but. Um, when you look at Hollywood, when you look at um, what's going on in the music industry, um, and when you look at like a lot of just very public-facing uh, companies, businesses, whatever, there are a lot of people that came from D.C., Northern Virginia, you know, and, and Maryland, yeah. you know, and it, it's like it's awesome to see that. But then I also don't feel like you know, growing up, man, you know. So I mean, I'm a kid of the '80s and '90s, you know, and so like um, growing up, it always felt like. You know, New York had a scene, you know, uh, there's there's the West Coast, there's L.A., you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. um, there's Chicago. Like, these cities have a scene. When I think about D.C., or at least how D.C. is perceived outside of that, I don't hear anyone mention or talk about music. I don't think food really comes up. I think it's just, like, politics, you know? Maybe, like, yeah. politics is so strong. Yeah, because it's just, like, this is the capital. Like, this is where the White House is, Congress, everything. Yeah. So I always I don't like love that, it. Though. Oh, I don't like that either. Yeah. So I always love it when I see, you know, people that's drawing attention to the area, you know, in that regard, saying like there's more here than just that. You know yeah. what I mean? There's you it's can bigger than that. It's bro. bigger than that for sure. Yeah. So I, yeah, I wanna yeah, I wanna applaud you, man, like for continuing to do that. You know, I think that's cool. Thank you, man. That's the goal. Yeah. <laughs> We're just getting started though. Yeah, no, of course, man. Of course, man. Keep growing, man. Keep doing more. So now I do want to ask you um a question that um, extends beyond DC. Um, have you uh, tried Sweet Chick? Their uh, chicken sandwich. Sweet Chick. Yeah. Where's that? Uh, Sweet Chick is a um, restaurant that's uh, co-owned by uh, the rapper Nas. I think he started it in no Bro- in Brooklyn. Yeah. When did they start? Ah uh, man, it's been or in f- DC. I mean. No, no, they're not in DC. Oh, they didn't open they, they're in DC. not in DC at all. Oh, so York? that's why I say I'm going. I'm going beyond the DC okay, lines okay. a little bit. Uh-huh. Um, I believe they have. I think they have two locations in New York. I believe one is in Brooklyn. I think one just came to Queens. I could be wrong though. That's good though. Are you? Um, you, said, you, said you I've never been. been. I okay. haven't tried it yet. Right. Um, and I think they also have. I believe, and I could be wrong. I think they have an LA location. Uh-huh. Um, um, Nas probably hasn't um, seen this yet. But every time I go on the page, I always put hashtag Sweet Chick DC. Because <laughs> uh-huh. um, people talk about how good it is, you know? Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, man, I'm like, yo, like, New York's not that far away. And I'm thinking, like, when are they going to bring this restaurant to DC, man? <laughs> you know? So, um, yeah, I was just curious, man, if you if you tried it. Because I just wanted, like, you know, so your, sort of, your sort of take on it yeah. since I'm looking at you. I want to try it now, Sweet okay. Chick. Okay. Okay, so if you're gonna do anything on a post on Danny Grubb, then then go get. Maybe some. we'll do like a YouTube thing for New York. Yeah, just yeah. Like a video, New York eats. Right? Yeah, you know? oh man, something fun like that. I know we just met, man, but can you let me know, man? I, I, I would shoot. <laughs> yeah, come up with me. <laughs> yeah, I would shoot up there. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, no, I would. I keep. I have to um, plan a trip, but every time I'm going up there, I'm not. I'm not hanging around and um, I'm going up for like other business. So I don't get a chance to like just say, oh, let me just, you know, specifically find Sweet Chick. You Chill know? out and grub out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got to I gotta do that um, sometime. Um, another question. What came first, man? Was it uh, the website came first, then IG, then other no, stuff? No. No? no. It was uh, IG. Okay. IG mainly. Uh, YouTube second. 
I mean, YouTube's not even that big. We only have like, or I only have 1,500 subscribers. But, uh, and then we did YouTube or the, the website. Okay. The only thing is, like, looking back at the website, it's honestly one of the bigger mistakes I've made. Because these days, like, there's no reason for me to have a website until I have a team ready to be writing stuff. Okay. That's what I realized. Like, it's just way too spread out. Like, if I'm doing YouTube and Instagram and consulting with other brands and creating content for them and stuff like that, like, there's no time for that. And Mm -hmm. I wish I had kind of delayed that until I was more ready. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't add any value to our social media, honestly. Unless we start ranking for SEO and all that. But then there's all these so many other established editorials like Washingtonian, Washington Post, Eater, but they're all nationally backed. Like they have some sort of funding or something. Like mm-hmm. I can't match that. They have a team of 20 plus writers, hundreds even. Like it's just like, um, it's no point almost. Okay. But what makes us different is like, I feel like we just got to focus on what makes us different, which is just the media part of it. Like nobody, I don't want anybody to make take better photos and videos than us. Mm-hmm. And if social media is going to keep growing, and the way people consume content is through social media, then nobody's gonna be reading anymore. Yeah. That's what I realized. Unless yeah. it's a caption, like, or some sort of story throughout a YouTube video through a subtitle or something. Like, so I wish I thought that out more a little bit. Like, I didn't realize how much writing was gonna take place. And honestly, I hate writing. So okay. it's like, I don't wanna be writing it. Um, but yeah, I don't know how we got into this topic. How do you? Yeah, no, cause I was asking, like, what came, oh, how what was came the order? Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, that's the order. Okay. Website last. And I wish website never even happened. Maybe it's just to look more legit. Yeah. But um, it's a whole nother beast to tackle, like ranking for that, SEO. Like it's just uh, way too much. Yeah. No, I, I know, man. Like honestly, um, and you know, I'm going to, here's here's the transparency. I mean, I'm going to apologize to my audience for this if anyone does go to my website. Um, I just realized I haven't visited my own website in like uh, probably over a week, you know? And, uh, <laughs> and, and and I was thinking, I was thinking about that when I was looking at your own website because I thought like, wow, okay. I wonder, and I did wonder that. I said, I wonder if Danny has the same uh, issue I have, you know? Like, I want to write an article. Like, I want to write an article on you, Danny. I want to write an article on... The time. Uh, yeah, man. You know, like, you like I have... You Man, I got to think it out. I, and, you know, the thing is, I actually... I actually like writing. Okay. And I like writing, but it's time-consuming, man. You know? Oh, yeah. and, and I don't want to put and up also, a bad piece. Yeah. And also, you have to figure out ways to grow that blog. Yeah. Like, at the end of the day, you're writing about something and you're blogging about it. Mm-hmm. I'm writing about something, I'm blogging about it. It's a whole different thing to drive traffic now to that right so um but the other thought is is um the site is something that you actually own oh yeah because if if something Mm -hmm. happens to instagram oh yeah that's the first reason right instagram went down one day and i was like oh shoot i called a friend who's really good at digital like creating websites and graphic designs and just other stuff like that um and i was like hey like you know how much do you charge for a legit website and and we just paid right off the bat like let's get this started like i was so scared that yeah. instagram was gonna go down and social media was just gonna like tumble or just wasn't reliable yeah but yeah it's a big mistake like 
Nah, man, I'll look at it as a mistake. Maybe, you know. I'm trying to convert it, actually. Like, I want to convert it from, like, a food blog to maybe just, like, showcasing food media. Like, okay. maybe it's just a hub where we put all of our photos and videos in one place. Okay. YouTube, everything. Like, yeah. we do so much stuff in different branches. It's just, like, sometimes it's hard for people to know that we're all together. Like, yeah. So, I'm trying to maybe, I'm thinking about some ideas like that. Okay. And, again, what do I know? But I'm just saying, uh, as one of your customers, if I'm looking for longer-form content, in my mind, it's just there. Like maybe I got to go to the website to look for that. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. And, yeah. Do and you do you ever like have that desire to be consuming longer form content? Like, of course. Yes. Like, do. what do you want to see time. though? Like, do you want to see more video, or would you like to see like a write up? Um, I'm sometimes in the mood for a write up, but not as much because I don't have time, right? Uh, to read a lot of times other things. Uh-huh. Um. But if I, so if I'm going to consume something now, it's in, now I'll tell you, like when I come home in the evening, right? I'm ready to sit down and chill and watch something. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm not always in a mood to read something, you know? Um, Cause I, I'm, I read, I'm already reading in my day, right? I'm already yeah. reading in the, you know, day job and all that stuff. Um, yeah, no. Uh, writing is good. I think writing has a purpose. And I do know that there's people, like I have friends that um, are writers, you know, and I know that they're going to, you know, they, they have books that they've published and they're just more in that world. So they're going to look for, you know, written content mm-hmm. because they love the written word. Yeah. And I love the written word too. Um, but um, I do, again, I, video attracts me because I think, you know, in, um, I watch a lot of long form YouTube content. Okay. You know, I, and I and I and I like it, and I'm glad that there's people out here that's put that's putting it out there. You know, I'll sit down, I'll watch a um, YouTuber, uh, Peter McKinnon. From, yeah, he's uh, cool. Yeah, he's like cool, right? So if he's putting out a, a bit of long content, I'm uh-huh. gonna watch it all. Uh-huh. You know, and then you said something that excited me because you said, "Hey, maybe I want to like focus like some DC chefs. I want to know who's in DC, right? I know that there are notable people in DC, mm-hmm. and I know that there's chefs out here that have a big name. I don't want to know the of them because they were featured in their LA restaurant, right. and then they came out to DC. Because what I'm doing is. I'm searching on their names and I realize, oh, this big, this guy made a name for himself in New York mm-hmm. and now he's in DC. Let me look for him in DC. But I didn't necessarily find out about him from his DC um, location. Right. You know what I mean? So to me, I think it'd be great to have that source, you know, okay. to say, like, hey, here's what idea. this person yeah. is actually doing in, you know, in DC. Insight. Yeah. Okay. Getting some ideas as you speak. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> cool. I like to talk to people who watch our content. So I'm just like learning, yeah. seeing what they like. That's good though. I like All that. Right. Cool. Um, all right. So, man, we covered a little bit of childhood, man. So, like, you know, born here, um, lived in L.A., came back. Um, did you come back for Northrop? Come come back? Yeah. Did you come back to D.C. for Northrop Grumman? Or no, was no, no. It- I was here for college. Like, oh, I yeah, was in California from age 11 to 17, so middle school and high school. Okay. Uh, came to UMD to study mechanical engineering. Okay. Graduated. Or I was working Northrop full time too while I was at school, so I was there for just about a year. Okay, and then that's when I just like I couldn't even bear sitting in there like yeah. working in a corporate space. Okay, so that's when I left. Okay, do you consider yourself? Do you consider yourself a creative? Creator? A, yeah, creator or creative? Like, do yeah. you, do you I mean, think of yeah. yourself in that and space? I think I think everybody has some sort of like creative behind them like i think i believe like everybody should have some sort of creative outlet okay like we all wanna we all can find desire from creating something Mm -hmm. 
whether it's like photos, videos, creating pots, doing paintings, even, you know, making gifts for people. Like creating is like, it's a form of like, you find satisfaction because you made it. Like it's from start to finish, you made something. Yeah. So yeah, I do consider myself creative, but I think everybody's okay. also has like a little bit creative in them. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, I, I agree with that. I agree with that. We're all like, you know, we're all for sure creating something. Um, I'm going to, and I think we're coming to the close of this man so i want to make sure that we covered um everything that you feel like you want to put out here in the world is there anything that we didn't talk on that you think we should uh touch? no uh i mean it's cool like i think i think you did a good job like kind of coursing this whole thing out so okay yeah i mean there's really not much else Okay. Yeah, I just like to make I just take pictures and videos of food help out brands and grow our page and stuff like that so yeah it's simple yeah <laughs> simple that's and eat cool. good food man I love fried chicken that's all I gotta say <laughs> <laughs> we can end up that. that's cool alright man yeah Danny Grubb he is actually Korean he's not a black man over here talking about <laughs> all this fried chicken <laughs> yeah 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 um, but nah man I, I love okay before we go on another note man like um, real quick you know fried chicken so like I said I was in Mexico Every day on this trip in Mexico, um, I wasn't looking for fried chicken, right? Okay. But I did something where I was um, eating or drinking watermelon every day. And I said, man, this looks bad. You know, like, I'm out here. Like, if they heard about how black people black like man. <laughs> Black men eat watermelon? Yeah. Like, this ah, isn't yeah. cool. I said, let me, like, mix this up a little bit. Um, but all right. So let me, uh, and we didn't do this in the beginning, but um, I know I'm going to put this on um, when, when, I, uh, when I edit this. Uh, but make sure... Uh, that everyone looks for the content of Eat the Capital on Instagram, of course, eat, yes, eat the, and eatthecapital.com is mm-hmm. where they can go as well. Uh, is it also, it's also Eat the Capital YouTube, right? Uh, no, it's Danny Grubbs. It's Danny Grubbs YouTube. Danny Grubbs okay. on Instagram, Danny Grubbs on YouTube, and then Eat the Capital on Instagram. Okay. And there's one thing I forgot to mention is our foodie group, Facebook okay. foodie group. So I have a 3,600 now, 3,600 member group on facebook mm-hmm. that we just it's like a community of people who really want to know more about the food scene in dc okay so we share spots we try ask questions of what's good um and it's just a source for people to find answers so okay. if you look at washington dc foodies uh it should be the first one to pop up 3600 members a secret group you can't even take a peek at what's inside you, oh, just, wow. gotta, you just gotta apply okay all right yeah. cool then then i think i'll, I'll apply uh, Danny, man, thank you so much for your time today, man. Sure. I'm honored. I appreciate that. Thank you, that. man. Thank All you. Right. appreciate it. Sure. Have a good day, man. <laughs> <laughs> you too. Okay, that was Sean IRL episode nine. Thanks again for coming and listening. Uh, please subscribe. Make sure you subscribe. Sean IRL can be found at uh, many places that you typically listen to um, podcasts, either from iTunes, Spotify, uh, the Google Podcast app, um, Cast. Uh, there's so many apps and uh, pretty much pretty much any place you can get a, a podcast is where you can pick up this this one. Uh, Sean IRL, uh, keep listening. Uh, I'm also going to encourage you to go back to some of the earlier episodes if you haven't heard those. And please, if you really enjoyed the episode, let others know about it um, so that they can also discover Sean IRL for themselves. Uh, you can continue to get content again whatever your um, most used podcast app is continue to come back there to give a listen you can also uh, go to seanirl.com uh, all the episodes are on there uh, so you'll be able to find a full library there on seanirl.com you can also uh, follow my personal instagram 
at Team Hall Photo. And that is where I also go ahead and um, post um, whenever I'm about to put up uh, another episode of Sean IRL. Well, again, I appreciate you being here and you listening to this podcast. And I look forward to you joining me for the next one.